ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லிசன் டு ப்ரொஃபவுண்ட் அப்சர்வேஷன்ஸ் அபவுட் வெல்த் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் குறுந்தொகை டூ எயிட்டி த்ரீ பென் பை பாலை பாடிய பெருங்கடுங்கோ செட் இன் த ட்ரைலன்ஸ் ஆஃப் பாலை த வேர்ல் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் இன் த வாய்ஸ் ஆஃப் த லேடி டு த கான்ஃபிடாண்ட் இன் ரெஸ்பான்ஸ் டு த ஃப்ரெண்ட்ஸ் வாரி தட் த லேடி வுட் நாட் பி ஏபிள் டு பே வித் த மேன்ஸ் பாட்டிங் உள்ளது சிதைப்போர் உளிர் எனப்படார் இல்லோர் வாழ்க்கை இரவினும் இழிவு எனச் சொல்லிய வன்மை தெளிய காட்டி சென்றனர் வாளி தோழி என்றும் கூற்றத்தன்ன கொழிவேல் மறவர் ஆற்றியிருந்து அல்கி வழங்குனர் செகுத்த படுமுடை பருந்து பார்த்திருக்கும் நெடுமூதிடைய நீர் இல் ஆரே I suffer thinking not of me but of him declares a voice in this verse in the opening words ulladisidepor meaning those who destroy what is there a puzzle like abstraction can be sensed iravinum ilivu meaning worse than begging reminds me of a contemporary tamil phrase spoken with disdain in real life and also ironically a staple of comedy scenes and memes that goes இதுக்கு பிச்சை எடுக்கலாம் மீனிங் யூ கேன் ராதர் பெக் தென் டூ வாட் எவர் இட் இஸ் யுவர் டூயிங் திஸ் ஹைலைட்ஸ் ஹவு த ஆக்ட் ஆஃப் பெக்கிங் ஹாஸ் பீன் லுக் டவுன் அப்பான் ஃபார் மில்லனியர் டுகெதர் இன் தமிழ் கல்ச்சர் ரிட்டர்னிங் டு த வேர்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் அப்ஸ்ட்ராக்ஷன்ஸ் வி சி த போர்ட்ரேட் ஆஃப் அ ட்ரைப் இன் கொலைவேல் மரவர் மீனிங் ராபர்ஸ் வீல்டிங் கில்லர் ஸ்பியர்ஸ் When we hear the phrase padumudai parandu paarthirukkum meaning a predatory bird lies in wait for the rotting flesh the first bird that would come to mind is a vulture however i learned today that it's not just vultures but even other birds like kites falcons and eagles that indulge in such feeding on decaying flesh ending with the words near il are meaning a part devoid of water the verse welcomes us to listen with empathy deep abstractions on one side and dangerous scenes on the other the context reveals that the man and lady were leading a happy married life when the man parted away to gather wealth as days passed by the lady languished in the man's absence observing the changes in her friend the confidante starts to worry if the lady can bear with the man's parting any longer to the confidante the lady says those who live by wasting what's there are not considered to have such a life of not having is more disgraceful than begging saying these words with conviction he rendered clarity unto me and left may he live long my friend like eternal death with murderous fears robbers lay in wait on the path to end lives of unsuspecting wayfarers and vultures soar anticipating the carrion of those corpses in that waterless long path traversed from ancient times with these words the lady conveys to the confidant that she feels angst not on account of the man leaving her but about the dangers that awaits him in the journey an immersive dive within is needed to fully fathom this verse the lady starts her words by talking about those who live by spending what's there and declares that they are not considered to have 
this is no loss in translation for that's the tone the lady actually says without mentioning any of the elements directly when reflecting upon that it becomes clear that she's talking about wealth left as an inheritance if a person decides to live a life just out of what his parents have left him such a person would not be considered as one possessing wealth the lady implies she further continues by adding that such a life of living from the wealth left behind is worse than begging It's at this point she makes it clear to us that she is speaking not in her own words but those of her man. He seems to have said these words as justification for parting with her and her stance indicates that she has accepted the truth of it. While that may be the case, when a mind goes to that dangerous path he traverses, where like death bandits await with spears to finish the lives of wayfarers, for whose corpses scavenger birds seem to be waiting too, she is unable to bear it any longer, she says. Such is that arid ancient path the man walks on, the lady sighs. Now it becomes clear that the lady is convinced about the man's need to part away. In many verses this understanding is missing on the part of the lady. She laments what's the point of going in search of fading wealth and chides the man for leaving her in suffering. Here it's different in that the lady understands the logic in the man's leaving. He couldn't say no, he had to go because that's what honorable men in their society do, she consoles herself so. All that clear-headed logic is fine, but what can I do about my heart that throbs thinking of the dangers lying in wait spear in hand, flying up about ready to pounce, the lady asks her friend. A question that I've asked in many Sangam verses seemed to find an answer here. When the man was so wealthy, why did he have to leave the lady to go earn more wealth, I have wondered. This verse tells us that was not wealth at all in their eyes. What one earns by one's own effort is the true determinant of one's worth in this world seems to have been the strong belief of ancient Tamils. In that shines like a beacon across centuries the laudable virtue of self-reliance. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.